0: Hey everybody. Welcome back to the It's So Weird podcast. Today Marcy and I are talking to David Britton. He's a comedian, writer. He has a new album out called The History of the Universe. He also writes for Hard Times or The Hard Times blog and he has a podcast called Do You Know What Time It Is. Please welcome David Britton. Hope you enjoy it.
1: I am recording. We
0: we are officially recording. Okay. Nice.
1: So, um, welcome, David Britton.
2: Hello, dear,
1: dear old friend <laughs> to It's So Weird podcast. Um, I'm Marcy Phillips. That's who I was before. That's who I am today. That's who I will be forever. Um, and then the little black box is um my good friend Christy Combs. Whom I don't think that you met in our past life um, at Indiana State University. Okay. Well, she kind of blew the scene about the time that you came on to my scene. Um, Okay. And and I just, what is going on with your hair?
2: My hair? It's very (laughs) short now. It's pretty, I just, well, it's funny, like a month ago, if we had done this a month ago, I would have had like a big, gigantic, long beard and like hair that was like, you know, down to my eyeball. I don't know. Like, uh, do you remember when I cut your hair? I let you cut my hair.
1: Yes. Yes. God, I was
2: young and foolish.
1: You let me cut your hair. I can't believe that you forgot this. Um, And then I kept your hair in a little bowl just to make you nervous. <laughs> and I'm you sure it worked. Ma- you thought maybe I was gonna do something with it, like witchcraft. <laughs> I probably-
2: well, in a way, you did, didn't you? But you God, gave him please. a bowl haircut? No. No, no. Well, no. No.
0: No. <laughs> I was going to say, please say that to no.
2: This was no. worse, though. Maybe. I don't know.
1: I cut his hair and then I placed it in a bowl to keep. And I just kept it. And okay, then occasionally, that's weird. I would say things like, you know, are you feeling any different today? And i play with the hair. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And it it worked because I was, I was young. I was like 20. So of course, like whatever you did, I was like, she's a witch. (laughs) Probably stopped talking
0: to you, Marcy. (laughs) Ah! You know, I would
1: have, I know, but, but Dave is um, a kind person and a trusting person and um, was, you know, and he was young and, and I think he wanted to get laid.
2: Yeah, well, I was very impressed with everything you did back then. I just thought Uh, you were the coolest person in the world. Well, I'm wiser now, clearly. (gasps)
1: Trust me, I'm still the coolest person I know.
2: (laughs) No, I believe you. I I believe you're still very cool. But back then, I was just 20, and you were the first person I think I hung out with who, like, I don't know. You went to a lot of concerts. I don't know. There was something about you that was like, oh, this is like a cool like person so anything you did i automatically trusted that you were (laughs) the
1: facade (laughs) you
2: you knew what you were doing
1: oh and that it was the
2: coolest thing to do that's what i believe
1: age difference
2: i think it's only two years
1: how old are you now
2: i'm 45 now
1: it's only one year my dear
2: It's only one year, but it was enough for me to be like, I think she had her own apartment. You know, everyone I knew then was living in the dorms and she like had her own apartment and just had like her own life. Oh, you know what? This reminds me of you also would walk around on campus with like a polar pop cup, just full of wine or something. (gasps) Holy shit, Marcy. So I was like, oh, she's a bad girl and she's cool and she does it her own way. Was she smoking? Oh, it yeah. was
1: a, it was a thermos and yes that 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 was a true statement. A thermos I full of
0: wine, um,
1: yeah. or bourbon.
0: Yeah!
2: Wow! <laughs> so of course, I just I drank, thought she was super cool.
1: Yeah i it I drank a lot. For did you that. not reek? No, I thought I smelled great.
2: <laughs> Oh, but also, so now that you know that we're a year apart, so I was like 20 and she was like 21. So like, we were both just like babies. Who we like were babies. Yeah. Who didn't know anything. Not that we do now. I'm not saying I do now. No, no. I this. knew Marcy as a baby. She, okay. like
1: Christy did. We Christy and I met when um, I was about 15 and Christy, ha ha ha. I know something that you weren't going to tell me. Today is Christy's birthday. Wow! Happy birthday, (laughs) Christy.
2: And you're doing this? Well, I appreciate it. (laughs) There's no way to spend your birthday,
1: Christy. (laughs) So anyway, but yeah, Christy, when I was 15, she was the cool college kid um, that let me hang around her place in Bloomington, which is how I knew so much about Bloomington when you and I met Dave.
2: Right, right, right. Because I was a, a Bloomington. Well, I grew up out in the country, but Bloomington is where we would go. Let's be honest out. where you grew up at. Let's, <laughs> well, let's... I thought we I thought I thought I was.
1: <laughs> I want you to say it.
2: Uh,
0: Gosport. Gosport. <laughs> oh, my but I goodness. Didn't even... That's where my dad lived for 20 years. That's why oh, I want wow. to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents moved to Gosport when I turned 18. Literally on the day I graduated, they had a moving truck and they moved to Gosport, Indiana at we the of two thirty one and 67.
2: Well, was there a reason. I mean, there must've been a reason you don't just nobody's uh, like, they Gossport, they hated
0: Indianapolis.
2: Yeah. But did they chose it? Did they choose it randomly? Like, uh, like, yeah, it was very tiny.
0: It was very random. They just wanted to get out. Right. Okay. They did have friends in Spencer. Okay. So that helped.
2: That's where I went to high school.
0: Well, they were going to build a log cabin in Spencer, and the bank said that it didn't have a high resale value, so they wouldn't pass the loan.
2: Yeah, no crap. Who wants to buy a log cabin in Spencer?
1: Everybody. <laughs> well, now. Yeah. At, you know, they were I have visionary. no idea what's up.
2: Yeah. yeah I don't know what's so up they, there now. They,
0: they gave up, and they found this little
1: farmhouse ranchero and they moved. It's very cute. So, so yeah, which got me to thinking, Dave, you know, you and I were talking and, um, I want to ask about your family, your mom, Greta, right?
2: Gretchen, but close enough.
1: I remember her. She would drive around with a stuffed bear in a seatbelt in her front seat. Did she? Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> Why don't I remember that? Maybe I don't know because you
1: weren't even on drugs or drinking wine from thermoses. And I remember these things about her. She was hilarious. So how is she?
2: She's doing uh well, as far as I can tell. I just talked to her like two nights ago and she's still crazy as ever. I-, I guess, you know, it's like I think all of us in a way are over complaining about Donald Trump because like. I think we're, we're just constantly like, yeah, screw that guy. We all hate him. Like, why do we got to talk about it? But my mom will still be on the phone for like 10 minutes being like, and he said this and he said this. And oh I'm my like, God. We all My know mom we, too. Got, I've got like, nothing except, new to say. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like the, she can't get out of the narrative now. Like she's so dug into hating thumper is what she calls him. Uh-huh. She just cannot like, she can't move on. And um, which makes. Whereas we
2: all just kind of accepted it and yeah. been like, okay, yeah, we get it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I I kind of moved on like three years ago when I realized that okay, it's not going to burn everything down.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I mean, that. not for us. We're we're uh, white middle class. We'll be fine.
1: Got nothing to
0: worry about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: think
0: it's like every other presidential election I've looked at through Reagan, Bush, Clinton. You name it; it's just another four to eight years. That's right. Yeah, it's
2: very I mean, temporary.
1: Thank God. It, very temporary for us white middle class people. And yeah. Well, I mean, not <laughs> I that can't he, do anything he,
2: about that. Yeah, yeah, not that he didn't have consequences on our lives, obviously, because we're all like locked in our house now or whatever. But it's just like I'm just saying, like our generation, our people, our age have been like. It's just, we don't even bring it up around each other anymore. Well, well, yeah, I mean,
1: you know, I, I, I talked to my, my daughter who's, you know, 20 and, and I'm like, you know what I said, if, if they were taking away abortion rights and I were your age, I would be out there beating the streets. I would be. And I said, but you know what, I'm not going to get an abortion. So I no longer care. (laughs) <laughs> well that's the problem and that's the lesson <laughs> i think
2: maybe that's the lesson of history is that if it doesn't affect you that much you don't care i, don't care. I think i care i i, I, I like to think i care, care but i know deep, you know if it's like
1: are you I'm out there lazy. with your sign <laughs> I, I would never go out with, with a
2: with sign so, <laughs> i'm so lazy so, it's like, which is sad
0: i'm not lazy i just don't like crowds so me neither I'm
1: automatically okay. Britton? How could you be a, a performer and not like
2: crowds? Yeah. Oh, When I'm in front of them, it's great. I just don't like to be part of them.
1: Ah, gotcha. you
0: I like being behind that.
1: the mic.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah. so, yeah. So like I kind of know, you know, a little bit about what happened to you. You and I knew each other in college. And then you were a musician and I would see you sometimes at the Bluebird with your band um, Full Steam Ahead. That was one of them. And then there were others. And then the next thing I know, you're doing comedy. When did you start doing that?
2: I don't know. When drums got too heavy to carry.
1: Oh my goodness. Maybe you could lift some
2: weights. (laughs) Yeah, I was already. That's what I didn't want to do. Like, I was like, these things suck. <laughs> Comedy, I can just show up.
1: I, yes, I think- and you've always been very funny.
2: Oh, thank you. You've always been very funny, I thought.
1: Oh, thank you.
2: Uh, I, I can't
1: say
0: whether I think you made the right choice, but you are very funny. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you
2: know. Well, I appreciate that. I'd rather that than like I've made. I am not sure I made a good life choice, but who knows?
0: Uh, who knows? Well, I can tell you my life choices.
2: Do. Yes. Let's get uh, into it.
0: Oh, no. Have a BS in interior design. Okay. A master's in Tibetan studies.
2: Interesting.
1: I-, <laughs> I know they go hand in hand, don't they? Right. Yeah. Well, if you
2: want to get the feng shui, right.
1: Talk about right. life choices.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's Sweet. interesting because my, my uh, girlfriend now is a... Uh, she got her PhD in philosophy, but she um, oh. concentrates on Chinese uh, philosophy.
0: Well, that's oh. going to get my PhD in his Asian art history.
2: OK, um, that's you, interesting.
1: You need to get to know his, his girlfriend now. I like how he prefaces that. This is my girlfriend now, as opposed to the girlfriend from before or yeah, the girlfriend yeah, yeah. that I will have later.
2: Yeah, <laughs> my later girlfriend, uh, real dummy.
1: I'm (laughs) planning on
2: a real dumb... I'm tired of feeling like an idiot all the time. I'm like, I need a stupid one for need a dumb girl. (laughs) I'm always dating women who are like way smarter than me. So I don't know why. Because then I'm just always... Like we have these conversations where she'll be like, oh, today, you know, I discussed with a bunch of other professors like the meaning of perception. And I'm like, me and my friends talked about how farts are still funny. You know, I'm like... (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah my partner just looks at me and says please
1: be quiet yeah (laughs) oh both of you just rubbing it in i have a dog Uh,
2: nice well (laughs) i remember now uh you tell it uh, marcy when we were in college would always say to me you're a cartoon to me that's what oh oh my god
1: i did say that you (laughs) You were were a cartoon to me You really were, David.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I remember. So uh, getting...
1: you're just a cartoon to a series of women.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like, "This will be amusing.
1: This will be funny." This'll
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so where did you start
0: comedy?
2: Um, well, I did it once, very briefly in college. Like they had some sort of thing at the student union at IU, which is really just a food court. It looks like a mall food court.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where I got both my degrees. Are well
2: in the food court.
0: No, no, that's where I studied and watched people.
2: Uh, (laughs) Oddly enough,
0: like stalked them in their patterns, their sitting patterns.
2: Well, okay. (laughs) so they were doing some they had some sort of contest there where you like won fifty dollars if you went up and did stand up. So I went up and did five minutes and I think I like like I took jokes from joke books Uh and like I think I stole the joke from Paul Reiser, like just the most cardinal sense of comedy. Mm. But but again, I was like 20 and you needed
1: 50 bucks.
2: And I needed 50 bucks and I won the $50. And then for years, nothing. But I I was a huge fan of stand-up. Like I watched stand-up all the time. And and not until I was 36 and they built uh, that club in Bloomington, the comedy attic. They built that club and they started doing an open mic. And a few of my friends went to it. And I was like, I'll try this. And then, you know, instantly fell in love with it. And like two years later, quit my job. And it's like, I'm a comedian now.
1: Wow. So you've officially, this has been your profession now for like eight years.
2: Yeah. 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 Eight and or nine years.
1: So you just like, yeah, uh, you just get a string of girlfriends.
2: Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Support yeah. You. That's my real profession.
1: You were so that, smart. Is that true? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you you're dumb. You're very smart. Oh
2: my goodness! Oh, especially not you.
1: <laughs> Do you
2: regret it? <laughs> no, I I'm don't regret it.
1: So yeah, so like you've been doing this now eight years. It's so and, risky. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about it, Marcy
0: being crazy. Yeah.
1: Nobody talks about Marcy being crazy. Did anybody say that? Yeah,
2: yeah. Nobody was said that. Much. Well, I certainly, I implied news. it. I don't think I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chrissy's really calling you out. Wow, I know. <laughs> this is rough. I I knew tonight was going to be a little rough. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> is but it rough? I'm having a great time. <laughs> moving to New York is quite a commitment.
2: Well, again, like I moved here because uh, Susan uh, got a job teaching. Um, she's teaching right now at Skidmore, which is in upstate New York. So that's how we ended up here. Nice. And I was like, yeah. Skidmore? I'll be Skidmore? skidmore college and not
1: skid row Skidmore, <laughs> skidmore. Yes. okay all right that's a real not college. skid I'm row sure.
2: the band from the late 80s oh, good
1: lord <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: um yeah she got a job teaching at uh well uh, originally a bard college and then at skidmore uh college so that's a, and i was like oh i'll be close to new york city maybe i'll do some shows and stuff so
1: and then so you moved there about a year ago
2: two is it was two years in august
1: okay so you you got a chance to do some shows and
2: yeah did some shows out here yeah fun
1: and and um is it way different than blue because comedy addict is you know i've been to you know um comedy shows in oh because your son yes Uh, yes
2: and your son is is doing stand-up now
1: um, you know, what he got a girlfriend and the pandemic happened. Um, and
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was and and he really um, you know, he really felt like you took him under his wing. He really did and he appreciated that. And I appreciated that because honestly, um when he he started doing conduct comedy when he was about 13. Um and um well, I just like for you. Uh, well, no, it was a, a strange thing. He uh, They had a talent show at the middle school and
2: mm-hmm. he called
1: me and asked me to come over with my BlackBerry to record it. And uh-huh. he wouldn't tell me what he was doing in the talent show. And me being the really supportive parent that I am, I said, um, okay, but you don't have any talent. <laughs> and uh, I was oh, like, wow. but it, sure, I'll come. And um, he had the entire, you know, a student body, 500 kids rolling and laughing. And they practically had to get the hook out to get him off the stage. Uh. And then um, he kept at it. And when he turned 17, he said, hey, mom, I can go perform at this place called the Comedy Addict. I'm going to email them. And I thought, oh, Jesus. And then he hooked up with you lo yeah. and behold
2: i was the person he was emailing just yes, by a you weird were, you were coincidence the person that he
1: was emailing and um which was a great relief to me um, but yeah he did it hardcore for about five years and then he got a serious girlfriend who's wonderful and he came to me and said mom because he was going to like ohio and sleeping in his car yeah pleasure. i'd like to hear about that are you doing uh, that David?
2: I mean, I did that. I definitely have slept in my car. And it's like, it's a weird thing with comedy because sometimes you'll go and you'll do some little dive bar in the middle of no place and you'll sleep on some guy's floor in a sleeping bag. And then, like, the very next week, they'll you'll be at some really fancy club for the, well, not fancy, but some nice club and they'll put you up right. in a hotel for the weekend. And it's like, you know, they're feeding you and everything. So it's just this real like high and low, like feast or famine. Yeah. 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 And it's not about what you're doing. It's just like where you happen to be booked that right. week. Maybe. So or do you
1: book yourself or do yeah. you? Okay. And, and so that takes not a inti- lot of-
2: Sometimes some other people do stuff, yeah. but mainly, yeah.
1: But it takes a lot of networking, right? Like a lot of just, I imagine being on the phone and on the computer. And-
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So um, that sounds kind of lame.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not the fun part. That's not what anyone gets into it for. No <laughs> one's ever like, you know what I love? is uh, <laughs> My own trying business to sell manager. myself. Woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes that part. Everyone likes the, you know, five to 60 minutes they're on stage and then there's like
0: the rest five is- hours
2: of driving oh, and then hours of emailing. But it's like that with anything. The more I think about it, like, you know, Christy, you're yeah. in school and you like went to school for like however,
0: Yeah, but I you love know, 20 the- years. I love the grind.
2: Yeah, well if you if you love the grind, then you get yeah, you gotta kind of learn to love all parts. Yeah, of it.
0: yeah. I was working about eighty hours a week because I would do TA ships and then uh got grants and et cetera, et cetera. But I really liked it. So I like the grind. Um, although it is painful. And I don't think I would like what you're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, vice versa. You know, like I think you you find a thing. Where you're like, I love this enough to put up with all the crap. With that all comes the bullshit it. of it.
1: So yeah. now you have a lot, like you're pretty much on, on pause as far as live standup goes, right?
2: Yeah. In some places it's coming back. The comedy attic is doing shows again. You know, I'm out in New York, but I still like, I keep up with the comedy attic. Cause it's that's weird. my home club and stuff. Yeah.
1: I went to a show and it was um, depressing. Oh. Everybody's <laughs> wearing a mask. Yeah, Um, the entire time. Um, And it's just kind of like there's this, you know, um, you know, this sinking feeling that we all have that. And and because you don't take your mask off, you don't forget that we're living in a really fucked up time right now. Um, But uh, do you get to do any normal shows like where you just.
2: No, I haven't done any like live shows since the pandemic. Uh to start since you know we went into yeah. lockdown and New York was the first place that was like blam, yes. nothing. Yes.
1: And you guys, and it's pretty serious there. I mean, it's not like, like if you come to Bedford, nobody's wearing a mask. So you can down and <laughs> you do
2: can comedy
0: do shows, shows every night and they probably pay a lot of money. They probably <laughs> are really bored.
2: Well, it's <laughs> funny because Indiana is going up, right? Because right. no one's, because people don't pay attention. Right. You
1: know? yeah. nobody's, nobody's wearing a mask. But yeah. so what do you do to get kind of like fill the time right now?
2: Well, I mean, I've always had side jobs of some yeah. kind or another. So I'm doing like delivery, like Postmates and DoorDash. That's uh, why I heard. I was doing. I'm. Uh, I was painting houses. Uh, you know, are and you, doing. Are
1: you a good painter, David? I've gotten to not be
2: bad. Actually, you seem You've like you don't. You asked that question bad. like <laughs> you. <laughs> you asked that question like you assumed I was not good. Uh, but no, well, I. There's a lot to it, like painting. Like the uh, woman I'm working for is really good at it,
1: uh-huh. uh
2: huh. And there, you know, there's a lot to every part of it, you know. Yes. So I've, I think I'm pretty decent now, and I got decent in a summer. Are you fast? I'm not fast. Oh. No, I'm not fast. But painters are really in demand. I get like, like well, yeah. it's art.
0: it's a like, skill.
2: Yeah, like getting someone really to paint is. your house. It's a real skill. And like, you know, she would just tell me what to do when I would do it. But I got to the point where like I, w- I was fairly decent at it, you know.
1: Yeah, I used awesome. to work for Are a company a called Women right Who now? Paint.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I feel like I got two questions yeah. at
1: once. Yeah, you do. Go ahead, Christy. Uh, it was just a comment
0: about I used to work for a painting oh. company called Women Who Paint.
2: Okay, and- and She's that's all about the women
0: professionally painted <laughs> in
2: Colorado. Okay, I lived in Colorado very briefly. Yeah, uh, it gets you in shape. Yeah, it's a lot of up and down the ladder all right, day. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: um,
1: and, that's and, and the altitude. So, are you writing a lot? Do you find a lot of things to write about?
2: I have still been writing. I like. Uh, I write some for the hard times. I don't know if you guys know The Hard Times, but it's like a punk rock satirical site, somewhat similar to The Onion. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's more based in punk rock, or at least it started out being like all about, you know, articles about the bad brains and the misfits and the dead Kennedys, you know. Now it's expanded a lot into um,
1: politics or
2: just whatever, just like a gen- more general satire site. Uh, but it still has a very punk rock audience i think in um kind of grounding so i've write some for them i've been writing my own stuff oh i'll tell you this tell like, me like a y- couple years ago i got a little drunk oh, and wow. i for 18 dollars i bought the UR- url stories about wizards.com i have <laughs>
1: read those stories and i love it it's it one of my
2: favorite things to do
1: that is, that that's is why hilarious. I ask if you're still writing because your stories are hilarious. Oh, thank and, you. And <laughs> do you have it up? You have stories about yeah. wizards? See, Christy, this is why I tell you all the time, get on Instagram. You would know oh. about these things. Yeah. Um, his daughter does the art and um, it, cool. it, it is, uh, they are, are funny. And sometimes I don't know if you intend this. I'm trying to think of which story I was reading, but, um, I cried during a lot of it and thought about it for what the crap? Which one was it? But I Uh, thought about it for days afterwards. Um, That's nice. Yeah. I don't think that you intended it to, to, it was just the place I was at in my life, I guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Was it a (laughs) certain week during the month where (laughs) it's more (laughs) like? Shut up. Oh, no. No. Oh, man. That was the most, uh, you that know was what? low. Once it comes out of my mouth, it can't come back. But I'm like, is this... I thought to myself, is this a little misogynistic? And then I was no, like, no, oh, that is pretty funny, hilarious. though. I'm going to say it's it It's pretty
1: anyway. funny, though. Yeah. And now, no, now it's,
0: it, it's hilarious.
2: That's yeah. the battle that always goes on in my head. I'm like, how... Offensive as is, compared to how funny it is. And oh, it's like no, it's, gotta really it a, See, it's gotta be at least here. It can't be up. got,
1: but you know what? Like, I never find your humor to be offensive. Um yeah. I think that your album is great. Um, oh, I've you. seen you perform live, I don't know, a dozen or so times. I always, um, and and then, like I you know, like we knew each other personally, yeah, yeah. and I always found your humor to be um very kind hearted. And truthful. Oh, and, thank you. And, and yeah, and 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 that's that's an endearing quality. And a lot of times, you know, comedians go for the shock value. They go yeah. for and and you do not do that. Although,
2: although grandma
1: sex talk.
2: <laughs> that
1: <laughs> let me tell you,
2: <laughs> that's based on a conversation I had with my friend Mo Mitchell, and she really did tell me that it was her grandmother.
1: Who oh my gave God. her the sex
2: talk. And she really <sighs> did say, when I asked her, what was it like? She really did say, oh, she was just super technical about everything.
1: Oh, my God. And so, like, Mo Mitchell. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Where's she at know? now? are we talking?
2: How old? No, how technical. Well, that's a good question. That remained to be seen. But Gosh. I would think if my grandma was giving me the sex talk, I would prefer all technical Versus sensual. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Versus, yeah.
1: Well, um, while I hope that my kids do not make me a grandmother anytime in the next decade or so.
2: Right. 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 When
1: it does happen and that moment comes, I'm going to make it all sensual. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to be a hundred percent like he gently unbuttoned my blouse. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love he,
1: it. He cupped my breast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the idea of them later being like, "Oh, my mom had to give me the sex talk. How was it? It was pretty hot, to be honest. was pretty hot.
1: It's pretty hot.
2: It was pretty hot." Dear Lord. Oh
1: yeah. Yes. I really. I've enjoyed your album so much. So is it? It's being um, met with with uh, good reviews and a good response
2: yeah people it seems to be doing well. you know, some tracks got on Sirius XM, which is Woo-hoo! the only real way you can make money as like a an unknown comedian.
1: So I was gonna ask about that because Christy and I are we're just making this shit up as we go along. Um, we're doing sure. this podcast. Um, j- really uh, you know, Christy believes that it's gonna catch on and it's gonna be this you know thing. Um, it's 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 just really fun for me. Um, and it forces me to kind of, um, well, it, it, it forces me to think and be open with my emotions, which is something that over the years, um, those two things have not been going on. I'm not open with my emotions and I don't think at all. Um, yeah, I
2: remember. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just said
0: she (laughs) just walked right into that one. Didn't she? I just, (gasps) was like,
2: you know what? I just said that to I don't actually <laughs> think that's true, but it was just funny to say that to you. But, no, no, but-
1: I mean. She just like... Tra- 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 therapy, to- I hope you know.
2: <laughs>
1: uh- but so serious is the only way that you can really make money off of albums now, is what you're I, saying?
2: I feel like, yeah, no, you know, if you're like a John Mulaney or like a Tig Notaro, you're going to make money through a lot of different wa- ways. Sure. And maybe even they're uh, probably not making too much money on their albums because Spotify, you get like, I think I, somebody looked it up the other day and like artists for every play that their song gets, they get like 0.0003 cents or something. It's some ridiculously small. And I'm sure Apple music is the same. So like, you know, Spotify and Apple are making, you know, billions of dollars on these things Yes. Uh, Which is fun. I want people to listen to it on Spotify or Apple. I just want people to listen to it.
1: Yes. Yes. And you, you know, but you want people to go to your shows or you just, are you like, like, you just want people to hear it. You just want to get your word out.
2: I just like, yeah, I like the idea that it fills me with joy to think like somebody will be at home or in their car, you know, doing dishes, whatever they're doing and listen to it and like laugh. While they listen to it like that, I mean that's the whole reason you're a comedian, I guess. So,
0: and are you doing Patreon also on YouTube?
2: No, I've never set up a Patreon account. I have thought about it. I've definitely sold really merch. good. Yeah, I probably should.
0: What kind of merch do <laughs> you sell?
2: I I've never done shirts, which is what people buy. Die. You know, it was,
0: <laughs> the merch.
2: Yeah, like, I've always done, like, stickers and buttons because they're really easy to carry around. Yep. If you do shirts, you have to carry around, like, you know, boxes. these giant Rubbermaid containers right. or boxes.
1: Yeah. And we've already established that you're weak. And- yeah, we
2: did talk you can't about the I'm very weak. Hey, I've been painting all summer. You and I are going to have a wrestling match.
1: Oh, oh I think, podcast. bring it. That might be
2: dangerous. Yeah, yeah it's not a good idea. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I didn't want to. And plus, you know, you get T-shirts, then you got to get all these sizes. You have a bunch of smalls left that nobody's buying. I hate it. I I
1: really hate it. Um, I sell T-shirts for the gym and it's such a fucking disaster every single time. But But
2: that's what people will buy if you have T-shirts like that's the main thing that people will buy.
1: Yes. So any thoughts of like Hollywood or West Coast or anything like that?
2: Um, I've thought about, you know, LA before. If I think you, you, go where your friends are. I, I was about to move to New York city. I was seriously considering moving into the city because I stayed in Brooklyn for like a month, you know, and I had figured out like how to get by down there because of, co- of course it's expensive.
1: Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: And, you know, it takes a while to get known and get on the scene, but I have friends who have been very successful who live in New York city now. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and people start to trust you, you get on some shows, people see that you're funny. They put you on better shows. Yeah. You work during the day and you do shows at night. And, and then the pandemic hit because I was there in February. I was there for pretty much all of February Mm -hmm. just subletting from a friend who was on tour. And then I was like, I think I'm going to move here. And he had a like really sweet deal on an apartment. And he was Uh like, somebody's got to move out soon. You take their room. I was like, yes. (laughs) work. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, March hit. And like, we were all like, well, fuck, we're not doing anything.
1: Yeah. We're not fucking doing anything. So I I kind of, when I say Hollywood, I, I kind of imagine you writing shows. I think that you would be great at that.
2: Well, thank you. And I do have some friends who are doing that now. There's a, a show. It's Puppets Re- I can't remember the name of it, but a friend of mine just got a show on the Sci-Fi channel where it's Puppets Reviewing Movies. <laughs> is like... that
1: like Mystery Science three 3000? 3, I was going to say, isn't there...
2: Yeah, uh, they do movies. That's Puppets Watching Movies. This is more like uh, two people reviewing movies. Like <laughs> It's so like a Ebert? Siskel and Ebert with Puppets. Okay. um
1: i like it
2: it looked really funny and i wish i could remember the name of it now because it looked good but it's on sci-fi and so that was cool to see like um it's both like really great and a little depressing when your friends start getting like all these things like i had a friend get a comedy central half hour special i
1: know i can't stand it when my friends have boyfriends (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm like oh what the
1: fuck is up with that what's wrong yeah. with me yeah,
2: yeah. but i'm happy for them but there's always a little part of me. oh am is i supposed like, to be happy God. for
1: them okay i'll try that yeah try that
0: out yeah I <laughs> yeah i think it's a numbers game like anything else
2: yeah sleep with a bunch of dudes marcy
0: <laughs> that's no.
2: that's Christy's advice. That's not coming from me. That's no, from your no, friend Christy.
0: His first comedy bunch, in writing, dude. not oh. in you. <laughs> that is too funny. Sorry,
1: Marcy. I know I'm just too emotionally unavailable to sleep with any of the dudes. <laughs> the pandemic is not like you have to be emotionally
2: raised. available.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, Marcy should do a numbers game of dating.
1: No
2: no, 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 I did no. that.
1: I did that. I actually um Chris Christy knows because she lived through it and then I deleted all my apps. But
2: you deleted um, the Tinder and the Bumble. Yeah,
1: Bumble. Um, I went on about 20 first dates from like April to August.
2: I would have watched that Netflix series.
1: <laughs> you know what? And it was, it was great because, you know, it's a pandemic. So I wasn't going to let any, one of those guys hugged me. He was a therapist and it was very um, odd. The week that he and I started talking was the week that I decided that I actually needed a therapist.
0: Uh huh.
1: And so I called and interviewed a couple of different therapists. And then I'm talking to this guy on, I think it was Bumble. And he says, I'm a therapist. And I was like, great. I need a therapist. And Um, I don't know if
2: you know this, but you probably shouldn't date your therapist.
1: Okay. Well, so we went on one date and he was not my therapist and, um, but he was very insistent about hugging me. And I thought, well, he's a therapist, like he knows. And then immediately after that hug, I was like, fuck that shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Ain't nobody hugging me no more. So (laughs) then I went on about 19 or so, um, other first dates where nobody actually touched me. And then I was like, you know what? I, I'm done. I'm done with this. This is way too hard.
2: (laughs) What a time to start dating too. Like this is the worst time. (laughs) Although I read a thing that uh, actually those apps, like the matchmaking apps are through the roof right now. Like they are like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. People are lonely. Yeah. People are lonely. And and that's, that's what I found was that there were a lot of guys that, um, you know, I uh, just, um, wanted I, another wife, another mom, um, mm. and, or, or the exact opposite, which I am always attracted to. And, um, the perpetual bachelor, like I love a man that won't commit.
2: <laughs> well, perfect.
1: <laughs> like if I'm being totally honest, I love a man that's really angry and won't commit. And, uh-huh. uh, That is absolutely not the kind of man that you have a relationship with.
2: (laughs) I I don't mind a woman who won't commit, but I can't deal with anger. Like I'm very like, you're
1: very passive.
2: Yeah. You're you're very
1: even killed and let's get along. And, and yeah, I love anger. I really do. I, I admire it. Um, yeah, I, I myself don't think I'm an angry person, uh Uh-huh. But I am very attracted to people that are um, angry and for no reason at all. Like, yeah. like, I don't know why I'm attracted to them. That seems really I'm healthy. I'm really attracted to people that don't know why they're angry.
2: Yeah, that, that seems like it's the basis of a healthy relationship. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Be attracted to, I don't know why I'm just attracted to men who are angry for no reason. I'm like, oh, well, that seems like.
1: Angry, just not abusive, just angry. And that's why I have a dog.
2: Oh, yeah. Who uh, is not angry? How's Never. your dog?
1: No, he's wonderful.
2: <laughs> okay. Good. No,
1: Leo's a golden retriever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I That's
0: mean, pretty he, predictable. Yeah. He's he's my pretty best even. bud. Yeah, so we, all right. So COVID hit, correct? Yes.
2: Yes. And you yes. You got
0: locked down. Basically, oh, yeah. the comedy world did.
2: Yeah. People are finding their own little ways to do it. You know.
1: So how are they doing it?
2: People are doing some Zoom shows. I did a few Zoom shows, which were how was that? It was actually kind of fun because I went into it not with the attitude like this is going to be a stand-up show, but with the attitude this is going to be its own thing, you mm-hmm. know, its own separate thing. And if you go into it with that attitude, it can be fun. Historically, I didn't like it, as much it as- is.
0: Historically, yeah. it is because comedians have never had to do that before. Yeah, like, it's a Zoom it's a brand call new thing. Or- Right, right. So historically, yeah, this is you're doing Can we find new.
1: your Zoom shows? Are they out there?
2: No, they didn't like keep those. There's plenty of um
1: We're keeping this forever.
2: Yeah, keep it forever. Keep <laughs> it this it, it do This is all you got. You do
1: every single night.
2: You do whatever you want. Cuz I this
1: stroke is... my dog. <laughs>
2: I used to have a joke where I would say, I don't think it ever worked. So I probably dropped it. But where I would say, like, have you ever been like, watching porn and eating ice cream? And you think to yourself, is it weird that I'm petting my dog with my foot right now? Like, is it one too many things? (laughs) I feel like I should be concentrating on one of these things. I think I was you're talking
1: be- about my evenings.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I, feel, yes. I feel
1: like you're talking about me specifically.
2: Yeah, I definitely, it's true. That joke came from, that's a truth where I was like watching porn and I'm eating and I'm eating ice cream. And I didn't even absentmindedly without even thinking about it. I realized I'm petting my dog with my foot because I do that. all. I'm like, this is weird. I don't. So what did you stop doing?
1: Yeah, did Watching you turn porn
2: or petting your dog? Which, which one did I cut out? Well, I said, I thought to myself, it's weird that I'm doing all three of these. I did not say I stopped doing any of them. I <laughs>
1: continued.
2: <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like,
1: <laughs> you know, so has anybody ever really explored porn and comedy
2: as oh as, like as, doing both? I mean, as definitely. a vehicle
1: for entertainment, I think that porn and comedy could go together.
2: Well, with the right like, match of people, there's a lot of porn parodies. I think in old porn, like 70s porn, <laughs> yeah, like uh, there's like the the classic uh, 70s Alice in Wonderland.
0: Yeah, they uh, dedicated to copying all the famous movies.
2: Yeah, Edward Penis Hands, I believe. Yo, a, I, uh,
0: <laughs> I'm sure there was a weird Al Yankovic porn. Of some oh sort. my
2: God, I have to. T- I did a podcast like several years ago called Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction, where you write erotic fan fiction about something. And my I chose UHF, the Weird Al movie, so I wrote a pornographic. <laughs> like UHF like story for this podcast
1: hey can you uh release that some is there somewhere I could because I want to read that
2: it should be like there should the audio of me reading it should be I mean if you look up competitive erotic fan fiction you might be able to find that episode I don't know I never heard you think Um, google
1: let her google that I'm I'm, I'm looking right now competitive
2: competitive erotic fan fiction i you know if that i'm sure that episode came out but i never i never heard it i mean because i did it so i never i never went back and listened to it and
1: you could you were reading it aloud
2: i was reading it out loud
1: okay well we have it with brian cook on yeah
2: brian cook is the is the host i believe
1: Okay. okay nice And, um, oh, 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 I'm excited about this. Um,
2: I mean, I assume they put it out. I don't know why they wouldn't have.
1: They put Matt McCarthy's out and Kate Riley's and Ian Kamal. um,
2: Oh, there's some good comedians. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm scrolling down here. Maybe you're like, at, there's a lot of this.
2: Oh yeah, it's been going on for years. Like I did it probably three or four years ago or something. Do you get you know? paid for it? Um, I can't re- because there was a it was a show that night, and I I think I probably got paid for the show. Probably not very much. You normally don't get paid for being on podcast. You guys are the exception. It was nice of you to offer me so much money to come on tonight. <laughs> <and> be- <laughs>
0: indeed
1: did you do that
0: yeah yeah i hope to change that we'll see
1: we'll see Uh, uh, wow so you so podcasts generally people just come on to just you know whore themselves out
2: yeah i think it's a little bit of self-promotion and also it's just kind of fun and just as comedians we like to hear ourselves talk so you know
1: yeah um Oddly, uh, I, I enjoy this more than what I thought I would. (laughs) She was very hesitant. I was very hesitant. You had
2: to talk her into it, Christy. Yes.
0: Uh, No, I just dropped seeds.
2: Yeah, until she thought it was a good idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to (laughs) manipulate anybody into doing something they don't want to do, but I thought it'd be really fun.
1: Yeah, she started working on me um, with it um, back in the winter, you know, saying things. And then when I said to her that I'm going to go into therapy so that I can learn to communicate my feelings, then that's kind of when the full court press got put on me <laughs> of, this would be a good way for me to learn to um, use my words and express my feelings.
2: Sure, yeah, that's important. Yeah, so
1: we we have like 10 hours of podcasts that can never see the light of day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because of the things you've said. I hope this isn't one of them.
1: No, it is. Oh, no, Um, no, we're fine. So, oh, I meant to say this at the beginning. Can I do an introduction at the beginning?
2: Yeah, I you think can. you did an introduction before we started recording. Well, I don't fuck
1: know. Fuck a monkey. Yeah. So- Again, <laughs> that's a
2: good name for a podcast. <laughs>
1: fuck a monkey. <laughs> um. So I should have done one because Christy told me about two hours ago. She does all the editing. Basically, um, my my responsibility here is, um, I find the talent like you. Oh. Um. I know, and then um, I just talk, and then that's pretty much what my responsibility is. Christy right. does all of the editing, um, organizes everything. And she says to me about six o'clock tonight, she said, so I just want you to be mindful tonight. And I said, fuck a monkey. And that's the second <laughs> time I've said that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as,
2: yeah.
1: As I'm about to say, she said, you should be mindful of what you say, because I'm not going to really edit this.
2: Oh, okay, oh, that's good. I can't wait to hear it. I haven't I been very mindful of what I've been saying, so <laughs> we're all in the same boat.
1: Well, uh, I try to not curse. Um, well,
2: you know what? I wasn't cursing until I heard you say "fuck." Then I'm like, okay, apparently it's all right. Well,
0: it's she all right. Talked about that. Are you going to ask that question, Marcy?
1: When did you start cursing, David Britton? And hang on one second.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I guess I'm not allowed to answer it yet. So right? She just walks up. away. Let's take bets on what she's going to get. I think another drink.
0: Uh, well, I
1: think so. <laughs> you,
2: you also think another drink? Some back. Was it another drink? That was too quick for another drink.
1: Would you believe I had to pee?
2: No, nah, too quick for that. Unless you were able to pull it off that quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe i'm not going no i'm not, gonna, no, I'm not
1: going practice. there so so david when when i met you in college i cursed like a sailor as i still do um sure. and and that is um, one of the reasons that i own my own business because i kept getting in trouble at work for cursing <laughs> I um, see that. So, so now i own my own business and i can say fuck whenever i want but you as a 20 year old you didn't curse and at some point is you- that true that is true. It, it 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 yes. Yes. And at some point you started cursing. Do you, I take it. You don't remember when you also, when we first met, didn't drink.
2: That's true. I remember I didn't drink uh, when we met. I was underage. Not that that stopped most people. <laughs> as far as cursing goes, here's what I think is like, okay. Occasionally I smoke weed and occasionally I drink. But when I was living in Terre Haute, where we met, uh, At one point, I remember I would get high like once a week, once or twice a week, I would get high. And once a week, I would get pretty drunk. And people would always say, oh, David doesn't smoke and David doesn't like drink. And I'm like, I was like, I was just smoking and drinking with you guys like two nights ago. And they're like, yeah, but that was just like, and I think it's the same thing. You were
1: habitual like the rest of us.
2: Yeah. And so (laughs) I think it was probably the same thing with cursing is like, I would probably say fuck every now and again. (laughs) but like you probably like her so much. It seemed to you like I didn't at all. Like that's what I think. It's a going percentage. Up. Yeah. 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 Like Marcy, what
0: percentage bet? of your conversation was a curse word? <laughs>
2: I'll tell you this, Chrissy. She, if she didn't like a girl, she'd always be like that fucking snatch. <laughs> that's what she would no, I cursed think. like a sailor.
1: Oh my I God. I cannot believe you remember I said that. And yeah, snatch was like a, yeah, big. that thing was that a I bad, was- bad word.
2: Oh, they were bad- all snatches. These, <laughs> <laughs> these fucking so snatches.
1: Insulting. I'm so embarrassed.
2: <laughs> it was hilarious. hilarious to me because I never heard anyone call someone that. And it was the funniest thing <laughs> in the world to me.
1: I could be very mean. I still can. I try to keep it kind of um, really super low key and mostly in my head.
2: Uh yeah, I you always know. did thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Marcy taught me how to smoke out of a bong. Is <gasps> that it?
0: Oh God lord, she's such a bad.
1: Mm, wow. Wow. And you know what? It's it's interesting now because I don't smoke anymore. Um weed. Um <laughs> <laughs> and 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 i don't uh drink anymore although uh i yes, i have um i have had a drink today um oh. i was very nervous about this for a lot of different reasons why um, would you
2: be nervous about this seems like the least nerve-wracking well, thing i was ever. nervous
1: too because we've never done zoom before oh okay um and uh um I, we we just um you make our third um guest
2: oh, okay sure um
1: our first guest was um a good friend of mine that's a mortician okay our guest last week was a rocket scientist um yeah. <laughs> and and then and then you so like i knew that you you know you're sharp you're witty you're funny um you know, I, I knew that I would have to, uh, you know, try to keep up with that. And it made me a little a little nervous. I'm well, this is great that
2: that, you know, that makes me because I used to be the same way about you. I would be like, oh, she's so like cool and like witty and like <laughs> clever. Like, I got to try to be. And then I was just like the goofiest, like uh, person of all time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So now our roles are reversed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: how well, the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the tables have turned.
1: Yeah, the tables have turned.
0: So when uh, will you be able to go back to a club? Do you know?
2: I don't know. Like I said, a few clubs in the Midwest and other places are opening up, but I feel like they're going to close again. I mean, you know, everyone's saying that, like, you know, the, Uh, the vaccines are going to be out in like January and then they'll make their way to the general public, maybe by April or something, you know, everything's a guess at this point.
1: But nothing's really changed for you. Like your commitment to comedy is, so do you see yourself Uh, doing this like as a grandpa, like in 20 years?
2: I don't see why it would stop. It's the only thing I've ever been any good at. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I don't know why I would ever, I'm decent at painting houses now. And yes. it's not unenjoyable. I would but say it's like,
1: adequate.
2: Yeah. I'm adequate oh painting houses. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's my favorite thing in the world to do. Uh-huh. Like no one. The thing about doing comedy, too, is if you want to quit, no one's going to be a, everyone's going to be like, fine, we don't care. Quit. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Doesn't matter. Uh, That sounds like my job. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think if you suddenly closed like your gym or whatever, people would be like, "Oh, but we were going there." I don't know.
1: Yeah, they'd be like, "Where's? Do I get my thirty dollars (laughs) back?" Oh my goodness, probably true. Yeah, (laughs) like give me my thirty bucks and I'll be fine.
0: No, I I think think you can do comedy into your seventies or eighties.
2: Yeah, people did. You know, Carlin did. Like, you know, yeah.
1: You know what I think you should do, and you're already doing it with your daughter. Uh, Miranda, um, I think that you guys should um, expand on um, the wizards and write children's books.
2: Well, we were briefly working on a comic book and then she got kind of busy doing other things.
1: What does she do? Um, so she's 20
2: now?
1: 23. 23.
2: 23 yes 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 and um she's an artist you know she does a lot of commission work and like her own stuff and then she's like right now she's like working at a sushi restaurant in Terre Haute Uh uh-huh um so we play Dungeons and Dragons together now we play Dungeons and Dragons every Sunday night so we've got that tomorrow night
1: oh that's awesome
2: Yeah. And she's the dungeon master. And so I, this is a great way. She's been dating this new girl and the new girl is playing. So we can all, this is me getting to know like kind of her new, maybe not girlfriend yet, but like maybe kind of sort of girlfriend and her other friends. So that's been great.
1: Oh, that's really nice. I mean, I have to cook. Like that's what I do. I bribe and I cook.
2: That's how you get to see the kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've I've not seen my son. Um, I I saw him for about two hours. Um, a couple of weeks ago, at, you know, he has a serious girlfriend, and so yeah. um, I'm like really happy because right. you know now I'm like okay, he's fine. She's got a good head on her shoulders. He's gonna be fine.
2: I've seen the Um, pictures of the two of them together. They're very cute together.
1: They're very cute. He's, he's so happy. She's so adorable. He's like, you know what? It's really nice when you stop dating sad white girls. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. He's like, it's really different when you like stop dating sad white girls. And, um, and then, you know, my daughter and her friends, you know, I bribed them with like, hey, do you guys want to go like to TJ Maxx? Uh, (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, and that's how I get to know them is I, I take them places and, and do things. So, um, yeah, Zoom. So do you guys do Dungeons and Dragons over Skype or Zoom or what do you do?
2: Yeah, it's another program like that. It's called Discord. But, yeah, yep. it's the same thing.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a gaming
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's for but I didn't know anything about it until she. Me introduced either. Yeah. Thank
1: Dave. I didn't know anything about it until Christy. Christy is a. Can I say how old you are? Yeah, I think she's fifty. Fifty-one. She's, a, she's fifty-one now. Happy birthday, Christy.
2: Oh yeah, fifty-one um, today. We uh-huh. we haven't made a big enough deal out of your birthday. We really
1: have- Please don't. Um
2: <laughs> well I feel like it's all been me and Marcy talking about like what uh, fuck ups oh, we were I in college. Two shits
1: about my birthday.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well maybe I'm yeah, 51. Yeah. gamer.
1: Um, she's a big badass gamer. Games with teenage boys from Sweden.
2: <laughs> what do you like? What do you what do you play? Are you excited uh, about the World new World Call,
0: of uh, Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. No. N- they were the problem with that is as soon as they find out you're a woman. It changes everything.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Women, it, in it really becomes
0: weird. odd. And then I have to exit because I'm an adult and these are 14 year olds. So yeah. I, I stopped Call of Duty, uh, Team Fortress 2, stop that. Any shooter game, I have problems with.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Warcraft, so, so are you saying that shooter games would be a good place for me to meet young men?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yes. how you read. yeah, you gotta get off these dating apps, get on Call of Duty. That's yeah, how you find indeed. Uh oh, well,
1: well I well. I did take up fishing and um and I really, really love it, but there's really not, you know, a lot of you know hot young single guys on that are out there fishing. <laughs> no, they're not but I, uh,
2: isn't it on Tinder like every guy's posing with a fish?
1: Um, I heard
2: that's a big thing.
1: Is that a big thing? See, I've been off Tinder for several months now. I've, it really just got to be um, exhausting, really, really exhausting. So how do you meet people, Dave? I met my
2: last girlfriend on Tinder and my uh, girlfriend before that on OkCupid. So. So
1: how many years ago was this?
2: Well, OK, I should we should talk about the First of all, I want to talk more about the games Christy is playing. So let's okay. make sure to get back to that. OK, but I because I'm into gaming a little bit, too. So I love to talk about it. Um, but I should mention that I'm polyamorous. So I'm dating the woman I live with and one other woman who lives like a little bit north of here.
1: Oh my God, David Britton!
2: But we're all like, we all hang out. We were I know, just hanging but out isn't today. Isn't
1: that emotionally exhausting? Like I couldn't <laughs> even like deal with one man.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Wait <laughs> a
1: second. I think just one person. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even communicate to one dude who didn't yeah. talk that much.
2: <laughs> I mean, it definitely has its challenges, but it also has its rewards. So you all know all that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so so how many years like when you met this girl on tinder in what year
2: uh the uh the newest person i'm dating we've been dating in october it was one year
1: okay
2: and then my other girlfriend who i moved out here with has been like five or six years now wow. i think wow
1: yeah. wow congratulations
2: yeah and it's uh you know like we we actually it's so nerdy like we've been playing dungeons and dragons together the three of us uh so that's been fun and like we'll all make dinner together and hang out and before that my current girlfriend she was dating a couple people uh, for you know a year a year and a half and that didn't end up working out but like we would all hang out and it's very it's not for everyone I used to when I first like started identifying as polyamorous I would be like why doesn't everyone do this but now I realize that it's just not so when, you, say when you
1: first identified as polyamorous when was that
2: Probably, I don't know, 2008 or nine, something, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, me and the woman I was dating had talked about it, you know, uh-huh. and it was less well known than yes. I think, you know, people weren't writing blogs about it or no, whatever. It's,
1: it's definitely caught
0: on. And
2: yeah, and
0: I think it just has out. come out into the open. I think historically yeah. this has always happened.
2: I think you're exactly right. Yes, that's true.
0: I, okay. There are a lot of cultures that the woman will have uh, two men, usually their brothers, and she'll be married to them.
2: Interesting. Hmm. So the yeah. only thing yeah. I could
0: think of that I would have two men for is
1: one guy. Is I, I don't, I'm i not suggesting that for American <laughs> culture. And then the <laughs> other guy maybe pays the bills. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. It's
2: you, you, you yeah, always yeah, something split. for everybody.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know
0: about that. It's it's about splitting labor. Is it yeah, about splitting labor,
1: David Britton? Tell me about this. What's it about for you?
2: Um, I don't know. It's about a lot of things. One is like uh, not having to get everything from one person. Be like, you need to be, you know, because if you're monogamous and there's advantages to monogamy, I realize that. But like, if you are monogamous, then you're like, this person has to be everything I need in a romantic relationship, like physically, emotionally. And if they, you know, and if you're polyamorous, you don't necessarily need all those things from one person at one time, you know? Uh So that's kind of nice. But for me, even beyond that, it's more about just being like open to like, I have these feelings for this person Mm -hmm. and, and I don't have to pretend like I don't. Because I'm with this other person who I also have these other feelings for. like
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. I think even.
1: So you're just saying you have a lot of love.
2: I got a lot of love <laughs> to give. A lot, a lot, I just a got a lot, lot of love, love wow. to give. <laughs> and a lot of you love to distilled get.
1: distilled that to Disney level.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could we please talk more about Call of Duty? So you had to quit Call of Duty. Yes. <laughs> Which I never really played that one. But I'll tell you what I did play a lot of was Skyrim. And I don't know if you played that. No. Nope, uh nope. It's a good one. Um,
0: I played Rift, I played Star Wars.
2: Oh, it was Galaxies.
0: I yeah. Was... Yeah, yeah. You you portaled to different um planets, basically. It was Star okay. Wars. Yeah, it was oh. terrible.
2: You didn't it was like it. Really that. laggy. Oh, uh, okay. Was this console or was this online? Were you Computer. playing like Online okay,
0: Peter. That's all I played. I haven't played Xbox at
2: all. Okay, so you're playing like these big online, like you said, World yeah, of MMOs. Warcraft.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm playing with different countries. Um, usually, fun. it's from different countries because they have the uh, what I would say not within the legal parameters of the United States for World of Warcraft.
2: What does, does to... that mean? <laughs> yeah, I that mean. Yeah what does that That mean the
0: server has to be in another country
2: Um, oh
1: because of why the laws copyright uh, oh so are you guys stealing things no
2: (laughs) that was a real European
1: server okay well clearly I'm not gonna understand (laughs) yeah I I used to pay
0: monthly for World of Warcraft
2: oh I see and
0: they uh Brought on the panda expansion not that anybody cares about this i'm pretty sure but
1: david do you world of warcraft
2: no i didn't do i had a bunch of friends who were super into it i for a while christy i don't know if you ever played city of heroes but that was my jam Maybe plays
1: that. my daughter plays that
2: is that still around i mean it went away but it might be back
1: I I I don't know if it's like if she plays an older version or what but I do think she still plays it somehow.
2: It's um it's like World of Warcraft only instead of like, you know, uh fantasy, it's more superhero comic book based. Uh-huh. But it's the same idea, you know, where you create this It's still a multiplayer. Detailed, yeah, yeah, still an online thing where like, you know, Like thousands and thousands of people are
0: online. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like walking through a different universe. Wow. Practically, your interaction with each person can be so random and weird.
2: Yeah. It's it's, it's very strange. I really wish
1: that my hands would allow me to play these games. But my finger dexterity just is not there. And it's very frustrating for me.
2: You build it up over time.
1: I know I and I tell myself that I mean, I know all about muscle memory. And you know <laughs> no,
0: I tried sure to get
1: is. her to play World of Warcraft. <laughs> yes. And I'm terrible. Like, I'm like, why does it look like I'm running to the sky? And Christy's like, it's because you're looking up like yeah. <laughs> move yeah. your mouse, And I'm like, yeah. Oh, now I can see up my skirt.
2: Yep. <laughs> It's- you gotta get. That's, I think, the hardest challenge when you first start playing these newer games, where it's like a first person is like controlling the camera. You're like, I don't even know what I'm looking at right now. Right. Was right. like with Pac-Man, we knew like what we were at least supposed to be doing that's with Pac-Man.
1: Absolutely right. Hey, I've got a question. So, what is behind you there? You have a cow. Oh, that's a
2: that's uh, Susan's uh, I wall like that. hanging I that like she's that. had for. her. Mm-hmm. I think it was her grandfather's or something. This is like in the, the guest room in our apartment.
1: I like that. That's so she good. makes you sleep in the guest room.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah. she makes me do podcasts in the guest room.
1: <laughs> <at> the <event laughs> <least. She's laughs> like, I choose
2: to do them in there. here.
1: Get <laughs> in there. I don't want to see you the rest of the night.
2: Well, this is like another thing. Like she's teaching classes on Zoom. So sometimes we'll both be on Zoom at the same yeah. time. And it's just like what I was saying before where like she's in there trying to explain like the teachings of Lao Tzu <laughs> or like some Chinese philosopher. And we're in here talking about masturbating yes. and petting our dog at the same time. Like, <laughs> it's, two, it's two very different conversations in, in the different rooms of the house.
0: So do you think Marcy could learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons?
2: With these like- hands? Oh, you know what? Dungeons and Dragons is uh not a video game, a role-playing game. You just exactly
0: like,
2: you might like Dungeons and Dragons. I love it. It's a real you know. Can I be the around. boss? Can you be the boss? You could be the boss. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you if that's what you need.
1: No, I don't. I don't, but that's just usually how things shake out for me. Is, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If I get involved with five other people, then you know. Suddenly I'm, I'm the one that's in charge of all the shit. And it's like, no,
2: <laughs>
1: I'm just not real- the way it works.
2: Well, you might not be ready for polyamory then.
1: <laughs> I, you, listen, I just like to get past a first date. Like I uh, would just like to be able to communicate my actual feelings to someone that I actually felt them for.
2: Man, that's a tough one. <laughs> that is tough. That's a hard <laughs> thing to do. <laughs>
1: It is a hard thing to do, especially when, you know, I was very practiced at, um, not communicating my feelings because my ex-husband traveled and he was not much of a communicator before he started traveling. And so you just kind of forget how to do those things. And then, you know, then when you get divorced, really all you want is laid and that doesn't really involve talking about your feelings.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, have yeah. you ever you're been talk- married?
2: Me? Yes. I have not been married.
1: All right. Nobody's been able to pin the David Britton down. <laughs> yeah, which is
2: surprising because I'm very weak.
1: <laughs> that is surprising, but but yeah. you are slippery.
2: Yeah, yeah. weak but slippery that's what the ladies like
1: hard to get a hold of
2: yeah 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 (laughs) i keep myself greased up
0: oh yes so yeah yeah i think it's just really important for a comedian to keep moving so yeah yeah, it's hard to yeah it's hard to work out
2: uh you know what i did uh have a planet fitness membership and when i was on the road i would like Go to it was great because, like, if I needed to shower, I had a plate so I would go. Oh, so I you work didn't out. actually
1: work out, you just shower. No, okay. I did.
2: I, although, I do have a bit about, and this is true about uh, hey, having I used my Planet Fitness membership for the first time in three weeks today because I was driving around and I couldn't think of anywhere else to poop like that.
1: Wow. So, do you want to know something funny? Um, over the years, having you know, I own a health club, yeah. um, more than once, uh, someone has been like coming, like I have a little 24 hour access card. Uh-huh. Um, You get a little card. And then when you use your card, you pop up on my screen that you uh-huh. use your card. And over the years I've noticed, wow, Anthony is like suddenly so into working out and I'll send him a little text and I'm like, great job, dude. You're really rocking it. And then, you know, Jim's wait, really- what do you say? I say, I text them and tell them what a good job they're doing, making it to the gym. I and, thought you
2: said, okay, Never <laughs> mind What I thought you said, go on.
1: And, and, and then what happens is, is sometimes they'll text me and be like, I'm really just coming to take a shower every day because I've been sleeping at my office for three months. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> my wife threw me out. Oh no. <laughs> and it's just like, really? That's all I am is the shower to you. <laughs> Okay.
2: Well, at least hey, at least you can. It's nice that you provided that service.
1: That's right. I mean, they're paying. You're still dues. helping them out. Yeah. I thank you, David, for You're a positive spin on that. Yeah. But yeah, I You'd I be I, glad I they're press- not in there sleeping on your yoga mats. Yeah,
2: there you go. That's true. I'm
1: not saying that they're not. <laughs> yeah. No, I doubt they are. No, because the yoga mats aren't very comfortable. Hmm. But yeah, Planet Fitness works great for a comedian because you, they're every place. You know, they're every place. And um, I know some artists in California that live in their van and yeah. they belong to Planet Fitness so that they can shower and shave. And yeah.
2: But I would work out because I'm like, I'm already here. They've got the stuff. I yeah, might you as would well.
0: think. You <laughs> right? as well.
2: It would be interesting to see their stats. I mean, I'm sure they must know, like a lot of people are like, we're using this as a place to shower and use the internet.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't realize they let you use the internet too. But... Yeah, they would. Oh. 20 um... bucks
2: a month. <laughs> Any club in the country, there's so, thousands of them.
1: Yeah. So, well, just so you know, the Anytime Fitness stats, um, as as far as membership goes, it is um, one in 11 actually work out. Now, if you're interested in to know about, you know, a little locally owned club, Healthy Balance, um, yeah. we are one in four. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's because I send those creepy texts.
2: Yeah. Well, you got to remind me, you got to make people feel guilty.
1: That's right.
2: I've been working. I went running yesterday. I ran like four and a half miles yesterday. I'm keeping wow. I'm keeping in shape. So- Have you
1: have you consistently ran? Because guys, when we met at Indiana State, I did no exercise and you ran. Um, Yeah,
2: it's just it's, you know, it's free. It's simple. Like and you're built for it. Yeah, it's true.
1: Right. I mean, you know, I not built for running unless something's chasing me. Right. (laughs) I agree to that. No,
0: on my part. I don't like running either. So Most people well don't for
1: the last 25 years ran your entire adult life you've ran. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, and starting in high school, yeah, I did cross country. And just it. like you know this just works for me. like
1: that's awesome.
2: a lot of people hate it, but I really enjoy it.
1: I really hate it. In fact, um I last a couple of months ago, I guess, I had to join a different gym so that I would run.
2: <laughs> you couldn't go to your own gym.
1: I, I go to my own gym every day, but I would not run. And so I joined Orange Theory because part of it's like a class, it's not a gym uh-huh. class, but they make you run. Okay. So I, yeah, I cheat on my gym because I stopped it's running. It's not cheating,
0: it's continuing studies.
2: Yeah, there you go. It's like you're an exchange student.
1: (laughs) Right. That's what Christy always says when I'm like, I got to go. I got to go to Orange Theory. I'm going to go cheat on my gym. And she's like, it's continuing studies. But really, all it is, is um, me and my desire to be able to fit into my pants. Right. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's all there is to it. So well, there's other
2: forms of cardio. There's biking. There's like I wasn't doing any of it. Okay, you just didn't it. like any of it.
1: None of it for about a year. Like none of it. I um I I practice yoga on a pretty consistent basis, um, and I do lift. And that's because my employees will literally say to me, "Have you done yoga? Have you lifted today?" And that is kind of their code for. You're being a fucking bitch. <laughs> and- <laughs>
2: At least they don't and- call you a snatch, I guess.
1: <laughs> I'm bringing that back. To okay. say Please don't. I definitely, no, God, I forgot how much I love that word snatch.
2: You did. It was I- your favorite.
1: I <laughs> really did. I really, every mean girl, every single mean girl. and Maybe that not be your
0: Dungeons and Dragons name. Yeah, (laughs) that's the half elf. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) Something to see. We're already
1: creating the character. Yeah. Well, can I get in on your Sunday night game?
2: Uh, No, you got to be here live. If you were here in New York, it's a live game, but
1: is your daughter in New York.
2: No, this is a game I played just with uh, my the two women I'm dating. Uh, the three of us play live because we all hang out. And then I play, oh, the Sunday night game is with my daughter. That's on Zoom. I'll tell you, what, we'll start a new game.
1: <laughs> Me, you, and Christy. All right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we should bring Brad in on this. Yeah, her man. So Yeah, let's do when it. You're, you're dating, like you play Dungeons and Dragons with the two gals that you date. Yes. And they don't gang up on you.
2: I get I I'm the dungeon master in that game, so it's like they're like partners who are like playing together, and then I'm like running the game. He writes the story.
0: I Uh write the story.
2: So that's another narrative of what's
0: might or might not happen, depending on what you roll.
2: Exactly. Christy gets it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I assume you do play. My brother
0: was playing. All right. So I was born '69, right? Okay. Um, my brother.
2: Grow up, Phillips.
0: <laughs> my brother was playing that uh, when he was twelve.
2: Okay, so yeah, it's been around we would since paint the seventies. The
0: miniatures for Dungeons and Dragons.
2: Uh, oh, fun. God. We don't play with miniatures. But oh, it's what are you, uh, the
1: lost art. Do you not have any pieces? Do you play with pieces?
2: There's no pieces. There's just dice and your imagination. That's all you need. Lame. Well, and a pencil and paper.
1: <laughs> that would help.
2: Yeah. Some Lame. the books help.
1: Wow. Yeah, I think she she should be snatch.
2: Yeah, you'll love it. You should be Lame. a you should be a rogue, I guess. You that know way- what?
1: I do not refer to myself as snatch because snatch is a word that I refer refer reserve for bitches.
0: <laughs> 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 and I'm a nice lady yes well, she'd be a perfect rogue then Man, yeah, yeah yeah those rogues are killers
2: because she's always snatching stuff she's like right. i gotta snatch this guy's purse oh
1: my god oh my <laughs> gosh stealing so purses. can we use the artwork from your uh album for our podcast to oh yeah it?
2: absolutely and that my, uh, my daughter made that artwork too
1: it's very nice
2: yeah, I should mention she doesn't do all the artwork for the wizard stories, but she's done uh, probably the majority of it. But sometimes other people jump in. But she did make the my, the artwork for my album.
1: Okay, so I saw something really creepy on Instagram last week. Um, they were going to the bathroom and they had a claw hand. Do you want to tell me who did that?
2: Um. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. That you is... Want to talk
1: about that for a minute? Because <laughs> well, that well, got I'm not my familiar attention with this. and creeped me out.
2: <laughs> okay, that is actually the uh, uh, one of the women I'm dating. Uh, and she, like... Uh, we just, like, you know, we were probably high one night and deci- decided to do a comic. I don't know if oh, we can God, see it. It's Christy. probably too bright. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, what? Uh,
2: we just decided it would be funny to do a a comic... Yeah. A little comic and I like wrote like something and then she wrote uh and then she drew some drawings to go with it. It just does, you know, having fun messing around. Okay.
1: It 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 was yeah. Well I you know, I knew that it was very different than what your daughter normally does. And yeah. um it, it made um little to no sense to me um
2: well that's because it was a second one so for some reason we decided it should be continuing okay (laughs) but but we didn't really explain that either so it's just like this weird thing thank
1: god because i looked at it and the artwork really caught my eye. and she's a really cool artist
2: i like i like what she does yeah yeah
1: i like what she does and I'm reading through it. It's the Lieutenant Firecracker and Sweet Pea. Yes. And so I'm, I'm reading through this and I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm jumping in on the middle of a story.
2: Yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> I guess you kind of were. So
1: okay.
2: <laughs> we should probably do a previously on. I don't know.
1: Um, uh, well, I, I wouldn't mind seeing some more of it because it was very funny to me. If you cl- I think
2: we put a hashtag on it. So all of them, if you click on the hashtag, you'll get that first one, too.
1: Oh, Christy, this is your moment to get on Instagram because you really need to be on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
2: Instagram fun.
1: I want to know if your
0: wizard stories are um, out there just audible.
2: No, they're only you got to you got to read them. I think one <laughs> where we did a video. Them. Are you going to do an audible? um you know i could i guess i don't know if it's popular enough to warrant like doing an audible what i do all these are you different
0: doing, dave right uh, you can i'm read. doing
2: a, you know i i am doing a podcast too i'm doing a podcast called do you know what time it is oh where, nice
1: where uh, can we find this
2: it's on everything it's on all the normal you know spotify and apple and do you um, know what
1: time tell it is me about this i didn't yeah. know about this dave keeps all kinds of secrets
2: I'm not trying to keep, I want everyone to know. Please. So,
1: so you, I'm going to look it up right now on Spotify. Do you know what time it is?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll find, I, I hope it'll come up. Uh, you know, I think now is this time in history where people can create all this stuff and you can like put out YouTube videos and you can put out podcasts, but the trouble is there's so much. that. For oh yeah, there's so much
0: content.
1: There.
2: There's so much that for people to even find a thing, even if they're looking for it, like if someone's like, oh, I know David's doing a podcast, I'll try to find it on Spotify. It's like you can't even find it sometimes.
0: Yeah, the the technology can't find you until you keep having people punched in. Basically, you're training your phone or your computer to recognize what you punch in. So yeah. the more people punch in your name, the more they look for you, the more they Google you. Being you new- are
1: fourth down on Spotify, just below a song by Cool Modi, a song by Rare Essence, and nice, a song by David East and the Siles P.
2: Well, I'll take it. I'll take fourth down. It's long hey, as I, I, yeah, it.
1: that's awesome. I'm I'm following you now. Does that creep you out?
2: No, I'm glad. I want more people to follow me. I need more people to follow me.
1: All right. Every time I follow you and you're going to be sorry. Now, is that
2: monetized? It is, but like, it's not really, there's not really enough listeners yet for me to have made like any real money off of it. Like I literally think I've made last time I checked, I just monetized it recently uh, so I've made like literally 99 cents or something like, you oh, know, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So just, you but no, once it picks works. up, like actually, um, I, I told Marcy about this, but I do it through anchor, which is like, you go, you post your podcast on anchor and anchor distributes it to Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and a bunch of other right. places. So you don't have to worry about it. And then you can do ads, but the ads are like, you get 15 cents for every like thousand ad plays. So if you're wow. like, if you, you get know
1: what ads cost, they're making money on both ends of that shit. Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. But I don't have to pay anything. Like it's free for me. It's totally free. So like, if you do have a very popular podcast, then like you will make money. You know, not a lot, but that's what comedy, a lot of comedy is piecing things together. Like I get this much from my podcast, this from from my album sales, this much from shows, this much from merch. And like you piece it, none of it's big, but then you piece it all together to make a living.
1: So really for most comedians, it is about the passion. It is never about the money.
2: Well, it's a stupid thing to get into if you're trying to make money. Like, not that you can't make money, but if your, like, goal is to make money, like, you should get into, like, banking or something. There's got to be.
1: Difference an and, well, I yeah. mean, make money. I guess what I really mean is become famous. So I think about, like, um, you know, and maybe this is dumb, but, you know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, it seems like there were fewer comedians. Um, yeah, yeah. And so maybe easier for them to break through. Is that is that a misconception that I have?
2: Um, you know, since I wasn't doing it 20, 30 years ago, it's hard for me to say concretely. But like, I mean you were that, watching- but I think that's true. Yeah. I was watching it, but I think well, one thing is we're just exposed to a lot more comedians now. There were probably a lot of people in New York City or wherever trying to be comedians who just like went to some open mics for a few years and tried and never made it. Uh, Now we hear about it more, but I also think there probably are a lot more comedians, you know, like there's people who have like a Netflix special that you, you know, the average person hasn't heard of. And those people are making a living. And like I said, there's some friends of mine who are making a good living on it now. Yeah, And there's a lot of people who are like in between ish. You know, where they still, for me, success has always been like, well, A, can I make a bunch of people laugh hard for the entire time I'm on stage? That's number one.
1: That's number one.
2: But financially, success is like, can I do this without having to have a second job? Yes. Like, that's to me, like, that's you,
1: success. you're financially two.
2: successful yes. as a comedian, yes. where you, when you don't have to have another job. And you're, you're living comfortably, you know, not rich, but if you can make enough of a living to get by without doing anything else. And I'm, you know, and I was, there have been times in my life where 80 to 90% of my living was coming from comedy. And then now, obviously things are fucked up. I mean,
1: that's, that, that's how it goes. Same thing with my business is, um, you know, um, over the last 15 years that I've been in business, um, you know, there, there there've been, there've been highs, there've been lows. Um, and it, it is, that's, that's just how it is. And you just, you know, love what, love what you're doing or you find something else to do. I have a completely off topic question. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Am I blue? No, you're not. Is your
2: color blue? No, it's green. No,
1: am I blue? Because Christy says I'm blue. No, you were blue on my computer am i still blue no okay
2: okay
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that was very random I was,
2: yeah i was i was ready for anything i'm like what is yeah. this gonna be
0: <laughs> She thinks i was messing
1: with her
2: yeah <laughs> you would... never turned blue on this end
1: okay great because christy earlier was like really on me and made me move around and all this other stuff and and then it just i occurred. thought it was her lighting we've been doing this for like two hours and I'm like, I wonder if I'm blue and David's just being polite and not saying anything about it.
2: Well, I wouldn't. I mean, it's fine if you're blue. Also,
1: (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm not not racist. accepting of all people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be as blue as you want.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, listen, I have to get off here because I have two dogs that need to go out and go to the bathroom.
2: Yeah, we've been at this for a while, I feel like. But we, this is yeah, great. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's been great, Christy. You have your it. job
2: cut out for you with editing this. I feel like
1: there's not going to be any. Editing. Oh no, we're not going to edit it. <laughs> I think we're just going to run with it.
2: So, uh, all right, let me list all the comedians I hate I feel, real quick. What? No, <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. No, I feel no. good
1: about everything except for David's extremely short haircut.
2: And oh, you should have seen me like when I first did it like three weeks no, ago. I, like, I just totally
1: to have seen it. So, okay, Chrissy, David has beautiful red hair.
2: Yes. Well, it's not as red as it was when I was young, but the beard is still pretty red. Like yeah. once it gets out there again. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Currently, yeah. you look like you either just got out of jail or <laughs> the Marines.
2: Okay. Well. Wow. <laughs> You look, I was gonna say you look nice, but now I'm not gonna.
1: Now I'm not gonna.
2: <laughs> well, thanks, you guys, for having me on. This was Thank super you. fun. Yeah, it was yes, a good time. it was
1: great.
0: Awesome. I wish you the best of luck. Um, oh,
2: thanks. I need it.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna list all right, like any other traditional podcast anywhere where? People come back. Yeah. to you. I, I know Bedford's oh. going to love to hear about you and.
2: I probably still have some friends in Bedford. Uh, I yeah. bet. <laughs> I only you have can't. enemies.
0: <laughs> That's nice. Marcy. It's
2: all enemies Great. in Bedford. Uh, they- I would say the best way to find me is go to like a Twitter or Instagram um, and just go. Do you
1: tweet a lot?
2: I tweet some jokes every now and again when I'm feeling sassy.
1: I uh, am gonna get my Twitter account going again. Are you a yeah. troll?
2: Uh, I'm definitely sometimes. gonna troll
1: David Brenton. I'm I gonna, love trolls. You know what? I've just decided I'm gonna stalk David until the day I die. That's yeah, okay, fair we enough. Stalk him. it'll help us every numbers. single day. Is I'm just gonna stalk you until the day I die. That's a little creepy. I am. I'm <laughs> gonna be completely creepy.
2: Do go go for it. Do it. <laughs> I dare you
1: be as creepy
0: as you want. So when are you going to come back to Bloomington for comedy?
2: As soon One as I can. Question. As soon as it's it's say, as soon I, as like, we reopen. I I put bring out bring it. You know, I just put out this album, so of course when you put out an album, you want to tour. So I want to go every place, and you know my family's still like. Would um, you like
1: to go to the silver sneakers class at Healthy Balance?
2: Every place but there. <laughs>
0: I think you could have a comedy show in your parking lot.
2: Uh, yeah. I'd love to do comedy to a bunch of people on exercise bikes. I would do that. That would
0: be awesome. Move all the equipment out there. Yes, we uh, can do that. We can do um, that. Look, if
2: anyone uh, is listening to this and wants to find any of my stuff, go to at Lasersaurus. That's L-A-Z-E-R-S-A-U-R-U-S. And, and do you know on- that
1: my brain always says at Lazarus?
2: Yeah, I bet it does. It does.
1: <laughs>
2: and- so whichever way you spell it doesn't matter how you pronounce it, as long as you spell it right, and go <laughs> to Twitter or Instagram. And then there's a link to my album. And you can find uh, probably my podcast. The pot you can go to storiesaboutwizards.com. You can read those.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to what that. time is it?
2: You can go to what time it is. It's officially it's called uh, Do You Know What Time It Is With Do David. you know Brittany. what time
1: it is? And I'm gonna be listening to that. And then I'm also gonna be listening to some competitive
2: erotica fan. Competitive. You really should get a Patreon account. Yeah. I should get I had a website and then it went down and then I never fixed it. So
1: and that's what I'm gonna listen to tonight while I go to bed and eat ice cream.
2: (laughs) And pet your dog And
1: watch porn on mute. And yeah my dog
2: <laughs> perfect like always try to be doing five things at once that's how to enjoy life
1: oh my goodness <laughs> I
2: all right
0: so much thank you guys i this loved super it fun. Thank you.
2: it was nice to night. meet you christy
0: nice to meet you also all
2: have right, a good one. bye
0: all right bye <laughs> hi everyone Well, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with David Britton, the comedian and writer. He has a new album out, The History of the Universe, and links will be found in the comments below. Also, he writes for The Hard Times blog, and you can find that at thehardtimes.net. He also has a podcast called Do You Know What Time It Is with David Britton. Please check David Britton out on Spotify. I think you're going to really enjoy his album. I did. So thanks so much for listening.